Good morning. You can continue practicing if you wish. Well, please continue practicing and I'll offer uh, some further guidance on the practice we've discussed so far. Mm. Even during these reflections can be good exercise, good practice to notice the effortlessness of listening or hearing, just how natural an experience that is. It doesn't take a lot of energy. So a day into the retreat so far, we can begin to notice a lot of what we arrive with in our heart and mind, the amount of agitation or restlessness, a sense of exhaustion. A lot of the experiences that we carry in our mind and heart can feel quite uh, strong and overwhelming, go through a lot of changes in our life. Maybe you're at a point of transition. As we settle into the retreat environment, some of these experiences start to become more pronounced. And it can almost feel as if the practice is moving backwards, like we're falling apart, not able to be mindful. Just to say this is usually a good sign that the mindfulness is getting better. We start to notice things that we don't even assume are insights. For example, seeing that the mind wanders, that it tends to think about experiences, about stories, when we look at it through the lens of Dharma, we can see that, oh right, the mind is not in my control. The mind is a natural, natural process. It has its own rules, its own habits, and it doesn't necessarily behave the way we wish it to behave. We're here to cultivate the mind and the heart and yet it's not in our control. And so we will be bumping up during these days together uh, against a number of experiences that we can easily assume are not part of the practice. That it's not part of the practice to see that the mind is, the mindfulness is coming and going or that we're getting another round of boredom, of sleepiness. Maybe the sense of doubt about the practice or our capacity to practice. Can I do this?
when we really learn to use the wise view to our uh, advantage, we can turn whatever is arising in our experience as another aspect of our mindfulness. That instead of it being something that we describe as, I can't be mindful because I'm sleepy. I can't be mindful because the mind is thinking. This is too difficult to be aware of. Actually, what we're saying is, I don't like what's happening. And then we can check to see, well, actually, is the mind already aware? This is a huge difference to become mindful of a difficulty versus the mind getting involved and identified and feeding the reactivity to that difficulty. So can we take some sense of satisfaction that it's enough to simply recognize what's happening now? Knowing that it's the nature of the mind for pleasant mind states to arise. It's also the nature of the mind for unpleasant mind states to arise. It's the nature of the mind when we haven't been developing much momentum for the mindfulness still to be touch and go, come and go. And just hanging out with the nature of the way things are learning how not to take it so personally and instead become interested. Can I be with this? This might be unpleasant or difficult. Can I return to the sense of relaxed continuity, remembering what's happening? Bringing in our understanding of what our job is in our practice. And we're not here to judge or fix our experience. We're here to learn from what's arising, to see the nature of the mind and heart. It'll change, the mind and heart will change, it'll grow. But it's not our job to make it change. It's a learning process. So these beginning days when the embers of mindfulness are still just getting going, just lightly blowing on the mindfulness, keeping the steadiness of the practice, just moment to moment, as much as necessary, we're checking if we can be aware of something in the moment. The practice can feel very free and easeful when we don't have to worry about (coughs) what the experience is. So if a storm in the mind and heart arise, that's okay. 
What does stormy feel like? Can I soften the heart and let it be known? Can I see that it too has a nature to arise and to pass? Seeing that when I take it personally, how does that impact the mind? And then what is it like to begin to touch into the different qualities of agitation, getting interested in what anxiety might feel like. Can we even get interested in how easy it is for the mind to forget what it's doing, gets lost, loses clarity, and then noticing the difference when we remember again where we are, that there's a body with sensations, there's a mind with all its feelings, tendencies to think, to ruminate, take things personally. So anytime the mind is saying that uh, I can't be mindful of this, let's recognize that's aversion speaking. I don't like this. Can I just notice that this is what's happening? And maybe the mind, the heart, doesn't have the capacity in this moment to be balanced with this experience. So at that moment it can be useful to move the attention skillfully, moving it to something that helps to balance the mind can be something like the breath and body, if that's helpful. You can move the attention to the sense of hearing, the sounds, or open, opening the eyes and looking around. This is something that I explored a lot is in that question of what's the attitude in the mind and learning that a lot of times what I was watching, I was watching because there was this struggle and desire to change what was there. In a way we could say we're just being gripped by the clinging of aversion. At that time, it can be helpful, instead of looking directly at the unpleasant object, if it's thoughts, the stories, if it's the pain in the body, mind state, you might check first the relationship to the object. So not directly looking at the unpleasant object, but how am I relating to this? Can I be with this? Is this okay to feel and to be aware of? 
And if the aversion settles down, the reactivity, then we can just stay interested, allowing the next thing to be known. But quite often, the very objects that draw us in, that draw the attention in, tend to be experiences that overwhelm the mind, that keep us caught in a sense of agitation, of aversion, reactivity, or liking and indulging. So you can explore at that time what it's like to balance the mind by moving the attention to an object that's more useful, letting the body feel relaxed again if it's getting too painful from the sitting. A relaxed body can lead to a relaxed mind, relaxed attitude. So we're always checking to see how the mind is doing. What is it doing? Not to the extent to make it busy and getting caught in the analytical mind, but just the monitoring. This is the aspect of practice that in a way feels very alive and creative. It's not creating experience, but it's responsive to what's happening, listening, and learning about how the mind is with the experience. Is it allowing? Is the mindfulness superficial? Or is it clearly knowing? (coughs) Clearly mindful that mindfulness is present. And as much as possible knowing what it is that's being known. Again, bringing the attention to the wisdom aspect of practice, the recognizing the nature of experience, that what's arising has already been put in place because of the causes of the mind and body and the heart. It helps us to realize that it's really not our job to fix or to change We can take care of the meditating mind, using our wisdom to know, to understand how to practice, and letting the Dhamma unfold.
So if you haven't already, you might just check to see if the body is relaxed. In these first days of sitting, it's quite normal for a lot of pain to come with a sitting posture. There's no, no need to force the body to stay in the posture for too long. Just check, is the body relaxed? Perhaps allowing the mindfulness to find you. Noticing what's already happening. Just allowing the Dhamma to be as it is. Is the mind thinking? It's noticing that the mind is thinking. interested in the nature of experience. You could say the, the process. Rather than the story. So with thinking in particular, the tendency is when the thoughts are going we get drawn into the storyline and we forget that thinking is happening and it's happening in the present moment. Just a light touch recognizing thinking is happening, if it is. And perhaps noticing the impact it has on the heart and the emotions. Can I be with what's arising?
knowing that there's no right experience. Experiences are simply happening. Can I be aware in this moment? Developing moments of awareness, familiarizing the mind of its attitude, how is it relating? Is the mind balanced?
gently checking to see if the mind is aware. What is it aware of? the tendency of the mind to get involved with the experience.
reminders of relax, simplicity of allowing, and observe.
and lightly checking to see if the mind is aware. And what is it aware of? What's the attitude in the mind? Is it allowing or is it involved? You might ask, can I be with this? This is also Nature, it's what's happening. Can this be a support for mindfulness for another moment of awareness? (laughs) 